ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा जॉय टू यू फ्रेंड्स कृष्णा हैज सेड Now hear the wisdom of yoga equipped with which o parta you will break the shackles of karma and then in sense of 40 he says in the pa- in this path of yoga action in other words there is no danger of unfinished business nor are there latent within it the opposite cause canceling effects of duality then he goes on to make the statement that yogananda many times recite repeated to us even a little practice of this religion will free you from dire fears and colossal sufferings in parenthesis it says which are inherent in the unceasing cycles of death and rebirth now the opposites in the body are the the reactive process that makes you think oh this is great oh i don't like that that completely involves you in the world around you such that you can't if you talk to the worldly person and talk about uh, going inside he won't know what you're talking about really is this is why jesus said don't cast your pearls before swine i hope i'm not doing that with this pro- this program because i have no control over who's watching it and i don't want to call you swine i in fact have the deep seated belief that everybody because everybody is a child of god everybody has this wisdom deep in his own nature and so i am not looking for the kind of peace that jesus was talking about i'm willing to throw these truths before you but i know that many people will laugh at it and that's not my problem i know what i'm talking about if if a uh, a a little there's a story that yogananda told about a frog that was enjoying a vast lake and every now and then he would wonder because he would hear over on the other side of a sand dune lots of croaks and croaks and he was wondering what are all those frogs doing there maybe i could somehow tell them about this lake so he went hopping 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 over the over the sand dune and came down into this little puddle and he saw a whole crowd of uh frogs all trying to fight fight with each other to get at the water and he was saying my dear brothers and sisters i where i live there's a a whole lake everybody could enjoy it the lake could accommodate all of you and uh um they first of all they uh, they cried against him as a imposter a f- madman or whoever whatever excoriation they could think of and then the king of this a group of frogs said you mean your your lake is this big and he jumped across one quarter of the, of the pond oh it's much larger than that you mean it's this big and he jumped uh, half the way across oh come on now you don't know what you're talking about this lake is infinitely larger you mean your so-called lake dares to be this big and he jumped all the across all the way across the pond and the little frog from the lake said no no it's far far larger than a million of these 
lakes. And so they attacked him and killed him. And this is the fate of so many great saviors who come into this world and try to tell people that there is so much more that they have to look forward to. But they say, do you, do your, does your kingdom of God dare be this big? And finally, when the master dies, as uh, often as not by uh, execution, then they take his teachings and whittle it down to size. No, it can't be that big, but it's this big. And so they insist that they are true Christians because if you live in the right way, you won't go to hell and suffer for eternity. Just think, eternity of suffering. What a barbarous concept. Just think of somebody, I've mentioned this before, it's worth talking about. Think of somebody who is born into a slum and he grows up in this slum and the, all the people he knows are, uh, they tend to be thieves and so on. He, in self-defense, joins a gang. And at the age of 18, and he engages in a gang war and he kills a few people and then he gets killed. Well, imagine where he goes according to standard dogma, uh, to the wrong place, shall we say. Okay, then let's say that two billion years down the road, somebody looks at him and he says, this seems like a fairly decent chap. I don't know what he's, what's, what's the matter? He said, what, what did you do to get down here? Well, gee, I can't quite remember. I mean, after two million years, will you remember killing a few people in a street brawl? It's so absurd to think that for the, for as I've said several times, a finite cause cannot have an infinite effect. If you do wrong in this life, you may pay for it in some way in the other world and in this world, and you'll have to pay off that karma. But to think that it's eternal, and to think that God should get angry with you for doing it, what chance did that poor boy have in the first place? Why should God be so bigoted? You see, what Christians have done is they've turned, it, turned Christianity into churchianity. They have tried to tell the, uh, uh, the world of Christians that Jesus had this little church. He, what's outside the church is not true. Only what's in the church is true. And what the church teaches is true. And anything is, that is actually the modern pope, the pope today even believes, as far as I can tell, that outside the Catholic Church, there really isn't salvation. You can go to a better place, but it won't be real salvation. I don't know all the ins and outs of that dogma, but any of it is absurd. I talked to this uh, um, Monsignor who was trying to sort of create a, a bridge between, or to discover a bridge between his teachings and beliefs and mine. And uh, he just he, he said, well, no, it's not, it's not absolute. But finally, he, he couldn't get around that, that thought of its being the only way. Anyway, I won't go into all that. I will say that some days afterwards, he phoned a friend of mine and asked, asked me to pray for him. So he'd felt something from me. But the thing is that Christianity, when Jesus talked of heaven, he was not talking of a place where people go and remain forever in this little ego Christians may not think this is valid. Christian theologians have said for the Christian, 
the true Christian, this concept of merging in God is absurd. What do they mean then about spiritual marriage, marriage with God? What do they think when the saints say that becoming one with God is like a drop of water in a great vat of wine? The water loses its self-definition and becomes the wine. No, the teachings in the churches are geared to the level of the teachers, and that level is a low level compared to the true saints. Very few people who preach are saints. Very few people are saints. In the Bhagavad Gita, it says, out of a thousand, one seeks me. Out of thousands who seek me, one knows me. This is not a very high planet we're living on. And most people are after money and power and fame. Joy to you.